Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. everybody and welcome to another sports 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 podcast i am joel anderson this is jordan palmaville and that is the sports outsider phil ranta i hate being called that <laughs> and i keep forgetting I'm that this. person i'm a this as well i'm a sports outsider but i'm still a this i don't uh, think so where is that you guys were harmonizing your bliss yeah well i think I think you're really more of a. I think it's terrible to listen to. We probably shouldn't do that. Nah, it's probably <laughs> terrible. Um, no, you're, you're that. Yep. Nobody else is listening now because they just heard that. They're like, "Fuck this podcast. I'm not listening anymore." Ah! You see any games this week, Phil? No. You play any games this week, Phil? Yes. What's what'd you play? Uh, I played Tecmo Super Bowl with the Detroit Lions, 1991. Um, this time, uh, no guests. No, no it was what? just me. It was just you? Believe it or not, who's it's gonna just listen me? to that? Uh, apparently up to a dozen people on <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> YouTube.com slash comedy pod net. Make sure to check it out. Check it out. The green of the grass. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. The softness of no. a well-worn glove. Oh, here we go. The you smile the we're of a child people. eating popcorn at the game. This is Only Baseball, presented by Socks. Feel the socks on your feet. Volume 3. Oh, man, I can't, I can't wait. This is a terrible segment. The dead ball era. Oh, Ooh, dead. I like this. The dead ball era lasted from the beginning of baseball until 1919 and the emergence of Babe Ruth as Who, a power hitter. Did someone die? Did it, someone died by the hand of the Shh. ball? We're trying to listen, Phil. God, this is the era was criticized, I'm sorry, characterized by low scoring games and a lack of home runs. Well, I'll Ooh. criticize. In 1908, runs scored were an all time low with teams averaging only 3.1. 3.4 runs scored per game. Wow, can you imagine, Phil? No, I can't. This is <laughs> fucking terrible. During this era, baseball was a more strategy-driven game. It focused on small ball, which involved the stealing of bases and hit-and-run type plays. Speed was emphasized, and teams played in cavernous ballparks. Can I interject? home runs. I want to interject. I want to interject. We're starting every podcast from now on with something that's spoken in low tones. It's called yeah. only baseball. It's yeah, but the segment. low tones fit the, the sport, which is... Pastoral, which is boring. Pastoral nature of baseball. How can you say it's boring? I mean, baseball back when they only averaged 3.41 runs a game. Can everybody tweet at us at Sports Number 3 Podcast and demand that this segment be taken off? I need some unity here. I think think everyone's going to tweet to demand more. All right. Either demand more or demand less. I know you're going to demand less. Listen to this. Despite the lack of home runs, in no other era have teams stolen as many bases as in the dead ball era. Now, that that is a fascinating factoid that you're not going to get elsewhere. I'm still not interested. However, despite the important role of thrilling defense, intricate strategy, and lightning fast speed, there were some complaints about the low scoring. This yes. led to the invention of the cork-centered baseball in 1909 by the Reach Company, who provided baseballs to the American League. Ooh. It was followed by Spalding, the supplier of baseballs to the National League, who came up with a cork-centered baseball of their own. The effects were immediate. League-wide batting average of the American League raised from 243 in 1910 
to 273 in 1911. <laughs> That's, That's like two oh, wow. more hits per game. Yeah, two more hits per game, this Phil. Is, oh, God, I hate baseball. Of course, it would be until 1920 when rule changes banned spitballs and required dirty baseballs to be removed from play. That and the emergence of Babe Ruth would lead to the end of the dead ball era and a new, less exciting, power-driven game. How Man. Wait, less exciting, power-driven? If you yeah. describe something as power-driven, that's more exciting. There's a, there's a lot more skill in the dead ball era, Phil. No, you know, that's a lot like more saying, place like, hitting. oh, a less uh, exciting, high-octane film. Well, it was you know they were running faster? You've seen the yeah. films of the players speeding around those bases. I thought that's because when they shot it in like 1920s, everything looked like Nobody it was fast Nobody likes explanations like that. They were yeah. really fast. They were super fast, Phil. This segment is super slow. This was Only Baseball, presented by Socks. Socks are on your feet. Well, we have a great show. We better after that because everybody is either tuned out or asleep. I think people are really digging into that segment. I think people wanted something meaty. At Sports the Number 3 podcast, I think people please. wanted something heady Tell and meaty. Jordan it's not meaty. Please. Packed with factoids packed and detail. Packed with factoids. And, the way Snickers history. is packed with peanuts. This I was absolutely. Packed with the word factoid is the worst word ever it's just facts what's a factoid it's like a half it's, fact yeah it's like it's an interesting little fact. largely meaningless fact it's hey it's what's on the stage. podcast the today uh well of speaking of baseball uh biggest story in all of sports right now obviously the suspension of ryan braun it's true for the use of hgh the biogenesis scandal uh coming coming to a head ryan braun accepts the suspension he is on the podcast today is he also the brawny man he, he with, not not anymore. If he were, Brawny would have dropped him because of the scandal of him taking steroids. He's he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Out for the rest, the rest of the season. Games. So I I'm 2011 I'm, MVP Ryan Braun suspended for the remainder of the season. Well, for and doping. I know I know sometimes I go a little easy on Bud Selig because I have a soft spot for the guy. But I, I I'm ready to ask hard hitting questions of Ryan Braun. I, I want answers. Absolutely. We are we are going to grill Ryan Braun about why why he lied for so long and why he, he pushed so hard and called so many other people liars. That's Brawny true. man. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Phil, we got a weird sport? You're goddamn right that we do. All right, and we got a news, news, news. I All can't right. wait. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Greg Oden selecting team to start his comeback with. Good. Subheadline: Greg Oden's the decision to be aired by TV Land. <laughs> oh, is is Greg Oden also have two ravens on his shoulder, like mm. thought and memory? And that the what the God Oden does? Oh, like uh, wow, God. whoa, surprising! <laughs> you thought only Specific baseball was boring? Oh, come on, it's mythology. It's cool. Oh. I do actually. I do like mythology. I'll Thank tell you, you. I'll tell you what Greg Oden doesn't have two of. What good knees? That's right. It's oh, too bad. Uh, Odin will host three teams to watch him work out. The Sacramento Kings, the New Orleans Pelicans, the Miami Heat. Of course, the Spurs and Mavericks have already met with Odin and remain in contention for his services. The 25-year-old, who has the same disease as Robin Williams had in the movie Jack, oh. has played just 82 <laughs> career games in the NBA since being drafted by the Portland Trailblazers with the number one overall pick. Who's the number two overall pick? In 2000, what? I think it was Loki. Uh, no. <laughs> No, uh, it was not. Odin Loki, was number one. Phil. Loki, the was god number of two. mischief, did not. Any anyway, I think Thor. it was Kevin Durant. 
Do you remember Kevin Durant? He played for Texas. Has he done anything since uh, since the draft? He's been he's been quite successful. Trailblazers should they have maybe taken him? Maybe, but why why take that when you can take a seven foot tall guy from Ohio State, right? Who who looks like a grown ass man <laughs> yeah. at the age of eighteen. You should see a picture, Phil. He really he looks oh, like I he's forty seven. That's yeah. you can Odin imagine. Oh, boo! <laughs> Down with Jordan, up with miniskirts. He hasn't appeared in an NBA game since December of 2009 due to numerous knee problems due to seven feet tall. He also underwent his third microfracture knee surgery in February of 2012. Third? Third microfracture knee surgery. I've read about those. It's That's one of those things that, like, it happens to athletes and they come back, like, a year and a half later and it happens to, like, a normal person and they never walk again. Right. Like, an ACL tear is one of those things that, like, if you do nothing but watch football, you think, oh, oh, I tore my ACL. It really hurt. But I'll be back soon. And then, like, five years later, you're like, I still can't walk normally. Yeah. No. It's And he's had three of them. It's practice. You got to train your way out of the pain. Train away from pain. That rhymes. <laughs> Since then, Odin like has coach, done Phil. what they tell you to do. He's let everyone he knows uh, that he's looking for work. Cool. He's began uh, cold calling teams. Good. Hello, do you have a need for a frequently injured seven-foot-tall guy? Oh, never leave <laughs> No, it's not Yao Ming. It's Greg Odin. <laughs> Yao Ming is Chinese. I'm Greg Odin. I sound totally different than he's him. Norse. <laughs> Odin. How is that? Less uh, boring than baseball. I, I can't not. tell you with certainty that Greg Oden is not from Norway. I'm uh, guessing he's not, but I don't know where he's from. So, And he's also been handing out resumes, which might be a mistake when your resume highlights are 82 career games and one year at Ohio State. Oh, he left college early. Yeah, so he was a one and done. Uh, <laughs> he or, or bet he, he wish he'd gotten that degree now. Yeah, well, it's also like he looked like someone who had, you know, like was uh, going to college off like the 1945 GI Bill. Right. Because he was an old looking man. He should go on LinkedIn. LinkedIn.com. America's marketplace for social media hiring. And before going on an interview, remember to put on a pair of socks. That's every LinkedIn thing. <laughs> what? Socks. Wear them on your feet. Um, it's every LinkedIn <laughs> suggestion uh, is always like, uh, here's five tips to interview. Number one, don't call your interviewer a dick bag. <laughs> Number two, make sure to not whip your dick out and slap him in the face. Oh, man. Hang on. I'm going to. I'm going to take notes. No, you can read it all on LinkedIn.com. Can you keep going, though? I think I have an interview next week, and I I was going to slap him in the face with my penis and call him a dick bag. That was the first. That was my strategy for the first two minutes. Well, luckily, you're going to work at Dick Bags Incorporated. <laughs> Arthur Dick Bag? You just slap me in the face with your dick. Yeah. I, I like your spunk. We're Shows looking for someone to work at our... I like your spunk. That works on all multiple different levels. We're looking for someone to work in our dick slapping in the face department. <laughs> I'm Harold Dickbag. Slap <laughs> Dickbag, you're hired. Oh. Charlie Weiss, brutally honest in Big 12 Media Days press conference. Charlie White. Charlie Weiss has a job? Subheadline, still a brutally awful coach. Whoa, <laughs> in his face. Oh, meow. Yes, he's the head coach for the Kansas uh, Jayhawks. Kansas is not a nothing job. How did he get a job well, in Kansas? Well, in football. Well, He's no, not the I, basketball coach. Yeah, but even in football, it's a Big 12 team. It's in the middle of nowhere. Well, yeah, but it's... it's in Lawrence. <laughs> Ooh, Lawrence, Kansas. Lawrence, Kansas. They have three bars. Yeah, I think and it goes by... Jordan, I think it goes by Larry, actually. <laughs> Larry, Kansas. Um, no, when, please. <laughs> call our town Larry. <laughs> <laughs> no formalities. Larryville. <laughs> 
When asked about selling high school kids to play for Kansas, wife said he Weiss said he is. As, I thought your wife said it. <laughs> My damn wife kept saying. Uh, Weiss said he is as straightforward as possible. Kansas gives players who want to play right away a great shot at starting from day one. He followed this with the specific quote. quote There's no one that wants to not play, he said. I said, have you looked at that pile of crap out there? Have you taken a look at that? So if you don't think you can play here, where do you think you can play? It's a pretty simple approach, and it's not a sales pitch. That's practical. You've seen it, right? Unfortunately, so have I. Whoa, wait a second. I'm confused. What is, is he calling a pile of crap? Is he referring to his team? He's referring to his team as wow. a pile of crap. Like, you've seen that shit out there. Don't you think you, you want to play? You could play here. Look at those guys. They're awful. Is he taking resumes for uh, emotionally abusive stepdad? Because <laughs> I think that he could get that job. Yeah, well, in fairness, college coach often, often has a lot of, like, the Zen, the Venn diagram of college coach and uh, an emotionally abusive stepdad lot of crossover. It's just a perfect circle. It's almost, yeah, exactly. But uh, but one of the one places it differs is is in like PR. That usually you Phil keep Ranta. It. Hello. No. Oh, that's no. my initials. Phil Public PR. relations. That's also a way to take <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, you got to be the face of your your school yeah. when you're the head football coach. At a so even though you school. can be very emotionally abusive on the practice field behind closed doors, you got to go out there and look good. And I guess an emotionally abusive dad kind of has to do the same thing as I'm thinking about it. <laughs> kind of. But you got to you know, be true to your school just you like you, you are to your girl or guy. Right? Yeah. It's Beach Boys lyrics. Yeah, take it easy there, Beach hey, Boy. Look out. Uh, while this might be practical, it's also a little hurtful to players in the team. Oddly enough, it's also how most players refer to their head coach. You see that pile of crap over there? Aww. That's actually a human being. Because <laughs> Charlie White's a, he's, he's a pile it's of crap. He's right. a big pile of crap. I am at most coaches are portly and wear big sweatshirts. He's <laughs> beyond portly. He's like morbidly obese. Oh, he is a port? <laughs> Joel? <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> uh, for his first interview about his, his pending suspension for the rest of the season... Uh, first interview ever. It's an exclusive that he's doing here in the Sports 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 Podcast. We bring to you the 2011 MVP, shamed slugger, Ryan Braun. All right, I resent the fact that you say I'm a shamed slugger. Look, I'm just here to talk, all right? Yeah. All right? I know there's clearly something that's at the forefront of everybody's mind. Yeah, it's, yeah You know, absolutely. something that you can't shake. And I'm here to talk about it, all right, openly. And I'm here to talk about it frankly because I'm the Hebrew hammer, all right? All, all right, right, yeah. Right. We have some, we, we have we some serious have some questions, questions right, for right. you. Yeah. Well, and obviously that thing is the birth of the royal baby. <clears throat> I'm sorry, the, no. what? No. no, it's the birth of the royal baby. It's a boy. Here, I brought cigars. Okay, well, thank you. Oh, the cigars say it's a boy on the side with little blue wrapper. Okay, uh, appreciate uh, that. I do, thank you. I mean, that is, no smoking that is in here, but. probably the biggest overall news story right now, but but the biggest news story in sports is, is you, Ryan. Oh, God, there's, hold on. There's a needle in my arm. Uh, all right. The, the baby was born at St. Mary's Hospital on Tuesday at 424 uh, p.m. Uh, Ryan, actually, we'd really like to ask you. Now, you were caught with a tainted sample last offseason, okay? Now, you got off on it by proving some chain of custody, malfeasance, okay? Now they get you. They nail you with the evidence, and you accept the the sixty five game suspension, okay? Oh, yeah. w- will you admit now because that was worse than a, a first time offender 
suspension, and yet not as bad as a second-time offender. Are you now admitting to that first offense? No, I'm glad that you brought up the chain of custody. That's something very important to me. Did you know that the, there used to be a government minister in the British government that used to be present at all royal births so that they made sure the baby wasn't switched? Uh, uh, so there wasn't a prince and pauper situation? Okay, well, that is an interesting uh, factoid. A fascinating, yeah, a fascinating little factoid. It's pretty crazy, right? They don't do it anymore. Practice was, began in 1688. Okay, and that's... there was... Uh, Dozens of officials that watched uh, Mary of Modena, which was the wife of James II, give birth to a son. Okay, yeah, we 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 uh, we we appreciate your your interesting pieces of information. I appreciate you bringing me on to talk about this very important issue. Uh, no, we brought you on. We, we want to talk about your suspension. Uh, and I mean, for instance, you had a hypodermic needle hanging out of your arm oh, just a God. second ago. Has anyone ever had the problem where they've had so much back knee they can't lean back in their chairs? Wow, that really that really kind sunburn. of implies what, I mean, do you, so so, so let, let's ask you this. Do you Don't feel dodge like, the question, Joel. These are important <laughs> questions. <laughs> Has anybody ever lead? Answer my questions. No, I've never had, I've never not? had that much back knee before. Do you, do you think you should, you should abdicate? No, the, let's, let's get, should you abdicate the 2011 MVP title? There's only one thing that's going to be abdicated and that's the crown on this beautiful baby boy yet okay. unnamed. All right, because Kate Middleton arrived at the hospital at 6 a.m. after going to labor. The royal couple entered through the side door, of course, after arriving at Kensington Palace in a two-car convoy. That's a small convoy for a while. I wouldn't even call that a convoy. Two cars? Yeah, that's that's not a great big convoy. That's like uh, uh, somebody tailgating. Right. Now, you just signed a $100 million-plus contract. Uh, this past off season, you said that as if you were to say, "Speaking of convoy," and then just use the con word. All right. Well, speaking of contractions. Well, speaking of cons, did you know that a government minister used to be present at all royal births <laughs> to make sure the baby was? You wasn't said that switched? a second ago, Ryan. You have, don't I, dodge the questions, Joel. I'm not dodging not any questions, Jordan. You are <laughs> dodging the questions too. All right, we're here for an in-depth interview. No, yeah, Ryan, I'm sorry, but I, I, I got to say, I follow you on Twitter. I We watched, we did a oh, lot of- Oh, in that case, you'd know that the last time a still-serving monarch was alive at the birth of his or her great-grandchild uh, in direct succession was 120 years ago. But that's oh, the thing, you didn't- Who was it? Oh, that was uh, the Queen Victoria's great-grandson, the future Edward VIII. Why did you use performance-enhancing drugs? Have anyone ever had their balls shrink so small that it gets lost in your underwear? Nope. Don't dodge the question, I Joel. didn't dodge the Don't question. Dodge the I question. answered very directly. Listen, you did not show any interest in anything royal at any point in your entire life up until two days ago when you got suspended for the remainder of the Major League Baseball season. I can't help but think that all of this interest is feigned so that you can evade the sort of questions that we're asking. I'm glad that you brought up evasion, all right? Did you know that titled royal babies evade having surnames? Oh, good They just don't have surnames. Members of the royal family are famously burdened with plenty of names. Prince William was christened William Arthur Philip Louis, or Louis. I don't know, the Wikipedia article didn't tell me. I think they all say Louis because there was a King Louis. Did you? Did There's you? There's also look up? a song called Louis Louis. That's now you're really grasping at straws here, Ryan. Did you? Did you look up a whole bunch of royal birth facts just so you could avoid talking to us about your suspension? Has anybody ever had their biceps grow so large that they can't scratch their own shoulders? Absolutely not. Stop dodging the question, Joel. 
I'm not dodging anything. I've been incredibly direct in all of my answers. God, that brings up a really important point, Joel, that I've been meaning to really get out the entire time that I've been okay, here. Okay, all right. Let's hear it. The only second royal heir to be born in a hospital. Oh, my baby. God. The second second royal heir to be born in a hospital. Did you think you could get away with it? What, like Kate Middleton got away with having a baby? How did she get away with... No, no, everyone... Because she did it and she wasn't killed. What are you talking about? Ryan, we thought we were having you on to talk about baseball. About I in- thought that I was coming on for an interview. An yeah, interview, yes, yeah. about yes. the biggest story in sports right now. The biggest story right now is what you said. That's what Gene said I would be talking about. Yes. Oh, don't know. No, you blaming this on our the, scheduling nope. guy is just like you blaming your tainted urine sample on the messenger service when they Absolutely. did nothing wrong. They this- did nothing. Are you going to apologize to the people that you accused of malfeasance? After you were incorrectly exonerated after your previous uh, positive test. Speaking of malfeasance, did you know a government minister used I to be president all royal stab you in the face to make sure the baby we're, was done with this. We're done with this Ryan, interview. We're Ryan, done. We're going to ask you to leave. We have to ask you to leave. All right, you guys really took me to shul today. Thank you. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports! Weird Sports. Woo! And the Farewell Tour continues. Yes, the Farewell Tour still has 20% of the Weird Sports left that will be in total of Weird Sports. We might have been a little, as you're saying this now, Phil, I'm realizing we might have been a little premature in starting our quote-unquote Farewell Tour. Right. He's right. We have... 20%, 20%, more than 20% of our weird sports Almost remaining. half a year of weird sports <laughs> right, are left. exactly. It's a lot well, of Well, yeah, well, I just want people to be prepared to say goodbye. Right. Yeah. No one likes, you know, when, when, when bits end suddenly. Yeah. And you're not ready for it. Right. It's a grieving process. They should start listening to Boys to Men end of the road right now. It's in their so hard to, to sports, say sports, sports, to sports, 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 sports. This week's weird sport, <laughs> suicide race. Uh, Ooh. Is it hot topic? Is it is it hot who, topic. who kills hot themselves first? In the which loudest case? store in the mall since 1982. The suicide race, also promoted as the world famous suicide race, <laughs> be- yeah, probably because it's a better it. promotional point. Yeah, is a horse race. Held every year during the second week of August in Omac, Washington, as part of the Omac Stampede, which is a rodeo, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. I'm glad it's not an actual stampede. <laughs> I just like that Jordan said oh to absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, what was revealing about that? Oh, it's in a rodeo. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's in a rodeo. It's got horse. Oh. I get it. Held uh, for more than 70 years. That's older than my dad. 
Uh, the race is known for the portion of the race where horses and riders run down Suicide Hill, which is a 62-degree slope that runs for 225 feet. Holy crap! To the Okanogan River. That's ridiculous. That's straight downhill, y'all. That's like straight downhill. Wait, what, what was the angle? 62. Uh, 60, 62 degrees. Would 90 be straight down? Yes, yeah, 90 would be straight down, but 62 steep. is so close that, like, uh, on the Tour de France, like, mm. the absolute steepest that they ever climb is, like, 10 or 12% at most. Like, and that's really steep. Right? Okay. This is Suicide Hill. Yes. You know what that means? Horsey legs gone broken. Uh, though the race was inspired by Indian endurance races. The actual OMAC race was the 1935 brainchild of a local OMAC business owner. The race has provoked serious concerns among animal welfare and animal rights groups, a.k.a. fucking hippies. <laughs> what about <laughs> human rights animals? groups? Yeah, if it's called suicide race. Are there any uh, human rights groups? Is this like, like one of the like the, like the horse racing situation where the, you get all of these people who are really upset every time like a... Like a horse breaks its leg and has to be put down, but like jockeys are dying at age 30 every day and nobody says anything. Yes, exactly. Well, the jockeys are saying something. Help me, I'm dying <laughs> at age 30. Oh, oh, no. I'm, I'm Tom Cruise. Um, he's a small dude. Uh, actually, he's five foot seven. I make a lot of fun for him being short. It's not that tiny. That's pretty tiny. It's small. It's not tiny. It's short. All right. The course starts at the top of Suicide Hill where riders have 50 feet to get their horses up to full speed before charging down the hill and into the river where they swim across to the other side, then sprint the last 500 yards to the rodeo arena where a crowd awaits. Uh, ah. Is it really that necessary? Stop saying ah. That's, I no understand. Is it really that necessary to get rodeo. your horse to full speed prior to going down the insanely steep hill? Uh, if you want to win. I don't know. Part of part of me says that you're going to be at top speed like after the first four feet of the hill. So that's why? loser talk, Joel. Yeah. That is loser talk. <laughs> this would be my fear. I think that if I was riding a horse and riding up to a cliff, what if my horse's natural inclination was to jump when it gets to the edge at a 62 degree incline? Yeah, you'd fall a long <laughs> way. I'd be more. I mean, first of all, why would that be the natural inclination of the horse to jump out like, in the air? Yeah, I feel like you've seen uh, Back to the Future three. Oh, yeah. so One good, right? To, oh, the, the best. I just I was at Comic Con last week and I saw Back to the Future on the big screen. Really? And let me tell you, it is still awesome. High five, my wife. Gonna... Um, that was Borat. Uh, uh, but no, but, but I don't think a horse's natural inclination would be to jump. I think a horse's natural inclination would be to buck you off and turn around and go right. in the opposite direction. I can see the horse stopping like, and then you what the fuck off is the this a cliff? It. I am not I'm jumping. I'm not running off oh, a cliff. Don't what are you? give horses human interior dialogue. Horses are just okay. like oats, oats, oats. Yeah, but I think in this you case it'd be oats, 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 oats. <laughs> cliff. Yep. And then it'd stop, and and you would still go flying and fall all the way to the bottom. It's just that you would fly off the front of the horse when it stopped. Instead of the horse randomly leaping into the air. I, I would rather see it reap into the air. Uh, most riders wear helmets and are also <laughs> required <laughs> no shit. to wear life jackets. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Just like in Back to the Future when everyone thought that Marty McFly was wearing a life jacket. They said he must be in the Navy. Good. If you want a Pepsi, you're going to have to pay for it. There it is. Horses and <laughs> riders have to pass three tests to demonstrate their ability to run in the race and navigate the river. 
Well, well, oh, what are the three tests? Test number, or I'll call them trials because it makes it sound more cool. Trial number one, the initial veterinarian exam to make sure the horse is physically healthy. <laughs> okay, well, that, that's just common sense. Yeah, that's, right, a, right. that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, trial number two, a swim test to ensure horses can cross the river. What does the swim test involve? Uh, the horse has to cross the river. Okay. <laughs> this sounds a lot like the Salem witch trials. Yeah, you know, like exactly. you, you throw them in the water, and like if they float, they're a witch, and you burn them, and if they sink, then they drown. But they you die know they a very noble a death. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they yeah. weigh the same as a duck, right? Yeah. Well, Back was... to the future. <laughs> uh, and trial number three, the hill test, where riders ride their horses off the hill at a controlled speed to prove that their animals won't give way to fear at the brink. Which could cause a dangerous pileup. Well, see, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because so they do, they do like the whole race. Right. Horses just can to be make sure uh, they persnickety. Can. Right. They can be skittish. I'm amazed that they use like dangerous pileup though. The idea that the worst part is a horse would stop and other horses would run into it. Ah, uh, we got a pileup. Well, then down yeah. Well, then the horse, much like the, the way right that there. Biff runs into the manure truck and has a dangerous pileup when he is buried in manure in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> Manure. He but hates manure. He yeah. can't stand this stuff. And he but here's the thing. I imagine, I imagine like actively running down it is safer than like getting pushed over the edge and falling down it. Right. That's true. Yeah. That said, still, I think you, you say horses are skittish. I say horses aren't skittish enough. You see the things that people make horses do when they're riding them around, and I'm just like, you should, you should yeah. do it. Have you ever seen dressage? Freaky. Yeah. Like, what happened to you, horse? That you you do this crap. It's sad. The riders consist of both cowboys and Indians. No. <laughs> yep. No. Yep. No. Yep. Why? In particular, <laughs> members of the Confederated Tribes of the Colville Reservation, whose reservation includes the East Omac and uh, the Rodeo Grounds, view the race as reminiscent of their traditions as horse warriors. Uh, I mean, traditions. Stop, no, stop it. Like the Darkas? What are they called in, in Game of Thrones? Dothraki. The Dothrakians. Oh, yeah. the, okay. I'm sorry. Did you call them the Darkas? Yeah, Darkas. I don't know. It sounds dangerously close to a slur in Westeros. What, Darkos? Is that what you're talking about? No, I was trying to remember that. I've only seen season one, guys. All right. All right. We're, we're getting nearing the end, so I'm going to skip down to animal abuse controversy. The event is opposed by several animal rights groups, including <laughs> the- All of them. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right, presumably. This is my favorite one, the Progressive Animal Wel Welfare Society. Who the or hell is that? Paws. Paws. Oh. Progressive Animal Welfare Society. A little baby doggy paws. Probably like PETA. Yeah. Um, Defense of Animals, the Humane Society, PETA, blah, blah, blah. Who are against <laughs> the high level of danger posed to the horses. Uh, in the previous 25 years, for example, at least 21 horses have died. Okay, so yeah, past, I'm past, surprised it's that low. I was going to say, past 25 years, they basically almost average a death a year. Yeah. yeah. Well, Again, I would assume more. How many, how many people run in this? Three of them died just in 2004. How many, how many, of these, uh, how many people run in each of these? How many uh, cowboys and Indians? It doesn't say exactly. I saw a, a, little, um, a little YouTube snippet of it, and it looked like there was like 50 maybe. I mean, the odds aren't bad if it's just Here's one the thing. Year. They have to get a veterinary exam before they... Plunge right, down an insanely steep slope. So obviously it's break. safe. Like, I don't know what everyone's up in arms about. Oh, go back to your pause meeting, hippie. And that comes to an end. Another weird spot. 
citizens of podcast town this brings to the close another sports 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 podcast before we go phil would like to give you our contact information you can email us at sports 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 podcast at gmail.com that's sports 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 podcast at gmail.com you can tweet at us at sports number three podcast that's at sports number three podcast and please let us know whether or not you like only baseball as a segment the fans um, love it the fans love it you can find us on facebook by searching sports 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 podcast your little top bar thingy you can find us on stitcher radio download the stitcher app today at stitcher.com search sports 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 podcast you can find us on youtube go to youtube.com slash comedy podnet and that's youtube.com slash comedy podnet and while you're there make sure to check out me playing tecmo super bowl as the detroit lions week five is posted this week you can find us on iTunes by searching Sports the Number Three Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number Three, all one word, Space Podcast. While you're there, please rate and review, subscribe. It's fun times, and you can find all of our back episodes at ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Guys, I'm I'm actually finding I got a disturbing email here. Yeah, from the royal baby. Uh oh, he's claiming that because they did not have an official present to confirm, he has been swapped out with a pauper. Oh, Uh-oh. no, uh, you mean that's s- right. He's going to do nothing and get paid. The pauper will. Good. The prince is going to have to work Fuck and that, he's prince. not happy about it. Good. You know, I hear he's already clawing. Ha ha. Evil. Lights up. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.